Wow, guys, back at it again. Um, first of all, before we get started with this episode, I just really wanted to send some thanks to the people that loved that Marab Duavashvili video for him being like, I think he's the most excited bantamweight in the world. Thank you so much for that. I got like four YouTube subscribers from that, and Aww. like it's like a interviews for me. That's really good, especially just a video that me and Bianca made on our own. So greatly appreciate that, You're boys. So cute. Like it just it's pretty sick. It um, is cool. Yeah, um, Bianca out here. She's, she's I like the Get middle part, away. but some she keeps going like. Okay, I have so I this. So I got new eyebrow stuff. No, I and have... I tried it out today, and it's where you kind of like comb them upwards. And it's John not fair says though that I look like Jack Frost because I have like this natural thing where it has like a uh, a scar looking thing right here, and on my eyebrow, like it, it's like a cowlick on my eyebrow, kind of. And whenever it's down, Bianco like call me out for it, thinking I look stupid what you sometimes will you're such a liar I, I never call you and stupid. now you look like jack frost I with your fluffed cool. up and i'll be like okay okay you, we don't need to lie now we don't need to like lie about things because i've never called you stupid for that you say you look like a f boy <laughs> you've said that so guess he's a liar now no i don't know why okay i just don't continue i just know that you've kind of crapped on people for doing that and now you're doing it for doing what having the penguin looking penguin? you know like, <laughs> reminds you, you of the guy from you don't even know what you're up. talking about this it's flared okay. out flared out it's called eyebrow gel i like it i mean it looks no you don't, no, don't. we don't need to no, lie we don't. we don't again no we don't how about that audio though i was going back and looking at some of our podcast it sounds <laughs> really good that audio okay guys but we have I, it's been a little uh, bit what continue. what bianca made that exact same sound when we were watching the game <laughs> game three last night of the nlds between the giants and the that dodgers an because she looked up at the screen and saw it was the fourth inning she was like ah, but she didn't realize she sighed out loud that loud. And i was like what the heck? <laughs> but that that's kind of been taking up a ton of my time as i've been so obsessed with the giants and stuff and then also we've been doing some things on saturday so i've been having to just follow the fights on my phone and just looking at fights afterwards which kind of sucks but it's fine and i have a few good yeah. segments that i want to talk about because uh i think this last week between Mackenzie dern and marina rodriguez was um one obviously one women's main event and then this week we have uh aspen laverish norma dumont so that's back-to-back women's main events so i was i thought i would give some love to the ufc girls because i feel like i don't talk about them a whole bunch um but i mean i do when there's like a big fight or something but as just kind of uh i never in depth go down like or talk about the flyweight bantamweight or strawweight divisions but even though i love the strawweight division it's so exciting but i was going to go through and rank some of my top favorite fighters so we're going to do that but then also i want to discuss some uh obviously new fights but and this norma dumont versus aspen lacar but i want to talk about some of the questionable decision making that the ufc has been making with their matchmaking because there's been some banger fights that have been made mm-hmm. such as giga chikadze versus calvin cater and also jorge masvidal versus land edwards those are absolute massive fights but in terms of how that is going to work long term if one if the wrong guy wins for the ufc it can vastly shake up how the champion like just how the rankings and how kind of the order 
will be because if you have Leon Edwards versus Jorge Masvidal, Jorge's got destroyed twice by the champion, mm-hmm. Kamara Usman. Mm-hmm. What happens if he lands a crazy right hand against Leon Edwards and it shakes up the division entirely? That's gonna, that's just gonna be super confusing because yeah. we, he's still up there. But Leon Edwards wants to get it, like he's like almost next in line for a title shot. Besides that, that if he if Leon Edwards loses that fight, it's obviously the next title shot's going to go to um, Vicente Luque. But it's just really frustrating because you want to keep these new bodies in because we've already had Jorge Masvidal fight twice. We have Colby Covington who's going to be fighting Kamaru Twat. This is going to be a second time fighting him. If Jorge Masvidal lands a crazy right hand, hmm. <laughs> It just eliminates a new guy from the title picture. You know what I'm. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Like, it's just really frustrating to me. And don't even get me started on Giga Chikadze versus. Um, don't even get him started. Yair Rodriguez. Okay, let's talk about this right now. Yair Rodriguez. I was texting my friend. Max Holloway. I would give him probably a ninety-nine point five percent chance of winning that. Uh-huh. Bianca would probably say ninety-nine point six because she loves to just whenever we rank movies or something, she just likes to do one point better than me because we watched some what was that one? Candyman? Candyman is actually a hell of a movie that we watched. Uh-huh. And it was I was like, I would give it a solid wait, like, eight point five. And she's like, I feel like eight point six. <laughs> because that one point makes a difference. You can round down or you round it up. And and eight whole numbers round it up to a nine huh and what like, are you talking about i would say 8.4 technically it technically gets rounded up to a nine but it can still go down to an eight no it's at 8.6 actually because oh. if you're locking that in 8.6 <laughs> if people feel like it's a nine no but I'm if you want to round up by 8.5 like, say nine if you say an 8.6 you know that it's closer to a nine than it is an eight like when i look at something I'm like it's an 8.6 okay so it's pretty much a nine okay then why not just say nine <laughs> Because also growing this sucker out for november already i'm hoping mustache, by the end of october no i will be able to gel this sucker up you won't it's already getting lo- <laughs> it gets long on the side like fu man no it actually kind of does like those are the longest fibers are on the outside part the fibers <laughs> the fibers Don't touch my- they look good what the heck? it looks good yeah I keep I keep the little soul patch going there you too, just to, to compliment the side, it. Though, okay, all right, I will get on that. All right, this is, this is getting just as okay. Long as I'll get this. on that. Let's get back to Yair versus Max. See, as soon as I like add in my input, it's like no longer relevant to him. She's telling me to shave. This is stuff that I hear outside of the podcast. Oh, maybe stop doing your uh, eyebrows flirt up. Just did it today. <laughs> no, you've done this. I did it a handful like, of times now. Maybe like five months ago. Hundred percent a handful of times now. I think it looks fine. <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now. Um, so questionable um, <laughs> matchmaking by the UFC. Am I right? Right. You Max Wrong. Holloway ninety nine point six percent chance of winning this fight versus Yair, but we're one spinning wheel kick away from saying kissing the trilogy fight with alexander volkanovsky goodbye you know what i mean yeah all all even though max is the toughest fighter in the featherweight division arguably especially toughest fight for the champ um yeah you could ruin that with one one crazy kick one crazy elbow and could hit max right on the button even though max he doesn't even get 
knocked down by Dustin Poirier, who's an absolute welterweight at 155 pounds. But yeah, that's what I was just thinking. And then on top of that, we have a great fight between Calvin Cater and Giga Chikadze. But this is where I've got a little bit of another issue with this is because Giga Chikadze is in the same type of position as Leon Edwards and Calvin Cater just is coming off an absolute dismantling. He got destroyed by Max Holloway and that just goes to show the discrepancy in talent level between Max Holloway and the rest of the top guys guys in the top five. Huh? Good vocab word. Discrepancy. Define it. Discrepancy. Discrepancy. (laughs) A difference in shit. (laughs) Discrepancy. There's just like there's like one thing is like one person's better and there's like there's like a gap in between. Okay. You know? Okay. You don't yeah. I don't don't know know how to explain it. I just know what what context you use it in. So I can't help you. I love the tangents we go off on. I'm sorry. What was I talking about? The discrepancy? Oh, yeah. Max Holloway and <laughs> Calvin Cater. God, I hate you, dude. See, see like, Max Holloway. He's going to beat Brian Ortega every time. He's going to beat Yair Rodriguez, hopefully. He's going to beat Chan Sung Jung every single time. He destroyed Calvin Cater, and Calvin Cater's a top five guy. Now we're going to bring Giga Chikadze in there, who are, and Calvin Cater's one of the toughest guys in the 145 pound division. And if G- what if Giga ga- he can't get him out of there? And Calvin Cater, <laughs> G- G- Calvin Cater lands one on the chin because he's got some of the best boxing in the featherweight division. I would give Giga probably an 85% chance of winning this fight. But in that extra 15 or so, <laughs> in that extra 50 or so percent that doesn't happen, what are we doing? We're just taking away contenders. If you want Giga Chikadze, give him the freaking Yair Rodriguez. I was making this point. UFC is already kind of um frustrated with the year because he hasn't fought in forever mm-hmm. um and l- yeah w- when's the last time Yair's fought let me look this up really fast yeah you're i'm spelling his name so wrong also shout out to topology once again you know they're the best best layout ever they should um, sponsor us no but he hasn't fought since what what is it now oh yeah, he hasn't won since he lost, uh, beat Jeremy Stevens in 2019. And, ooh, Magoma, is the beat Magoma Cherry Pop is going to come back? That's going to be crazy. He's going to be an awesome guy to throw back into that mix. But, like I'm saying, give Giga to Yair and let Max and Volk fight again because Volk wants to fight again. You know what I mean? It's just really not good, in my opinion, ideas to potentially throw an absolute hitch in big money like this is they're looking at it as win now these are going to be massive fights guaranteed bangers between cater and giga chikadze but is it worth it in the end Mm -hmm. when you have a trilogy fight between the hawaiian warrior and alexander volkanovsky i I just don't get why you would put any of this in jeopardy and leon edwards and people are going to want to tune into that since that people are going to want to tune into a leon edwards versus kamara uzman fight but we just Kiss that bye-bye if Jorge lands a big right hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus Christ. Why Why would we take risks on that? I don't I don't know. Um, but that's kind of my rant on that right there. It's frustrating to me to see some of these fights get made, but at the same time, I'll tune into it every single time because it's, gar- <laughs> it's a guaranteed banger between Cater and Giga, a guaranteed banger between Max and Yair. 
probably a one-sided banger more like max banging his fist off yair's head class though it's a good it's gonna be good yeah that's all 145 pounders yeah you're right i didn't even think about that (laughs) all i want i saw vicente luque on food truck diaries he's an absolute beast mode i love that guy so much and i think that he has probably out of everybody else in that welterweight division he has the best shot at beating Camaro. like colby is going to put up a good fight but in that fifth round i just think that Camaro usman's his striking has improved so much Mm -hmm. that he's going to give Camaro usman i mean that Camaro's is going to probably get colby out of there i think colby's going to do really good i think he's probably working his tail off his boxing is so underrated people just shit on it for no reason it's like Dude, he always has his right hand like plastered to his face. Or I think he, no, he's a southpaw. Wait, I forget. I think oh, what is, I don't. I don't even know. I just think Kobe's striking is really good. But yeah, that's I, I'm. I'm interested. I think um, hot take. Usman's gonna take that fight to the ground because I was rewatching that. Um, what do you call it? The RDA versus Kobe fight, and I didn't realize how. RDA actually had a decent amount of success taking Kobe down. That's going to be crazy. I wish I could go to New York yeah. and watch that. That'd be absolutely insane. Those guys that we sat next to at that dinner. Mm-hmm. I swear there. to God, they're famous. Yeah, they probably were. We sat next to these guys when we were in a restaurant in San Francisco and they had like a vlog camera with them and they're like all tatted up and they were talking about Don't how they Don't say that a vlog camera. You didn't even know they had a vlog camera. I'm the one that pointed that out to you. I'm just saying the facts. <laughs> Did they have a vlog camera? Yes. Then why are you gonna? You didn't see act it. Act like they, so. I pointed it out after. I'm the not bag. saying I saw it. I'm just sitting saying the details. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just playing. Okay. So they were there. Yep. And they said that how they were gonna go. Yeah, they were going. There. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. It's okay. You're all right. You're not at your best right now. It's okay. No, I'm at my best. You just don't need to be nitpicky on everything I say. You guys want to get into some freaking <laughs> ranking female fighters? Because apparently, yeah, we need to change the subject here. Yeah. It's a smart move. Get a little heated from the left side. Left side of the table here. <laughs> right side of the screen for you guys watching. <laughs> um, Yeah. <sighs> oh, boy. Let's get into it. So one, two, actually three of the girls, ironically, that I think are some of the most exciting. I'll, I'll I should I do a ranking system or should I just name them? Because I can't. I, I don't a know. Ranking system is more fun. Ranking system. Isn't that how you had it in your notes? Well, it was just like I had a list. All right. Oh, I think ranking them would be kind of cool. Ranking them. Okay, we'll start at. It's it's tough to rank them because I have multiple, but. I guess we'll just start at the bottom here. So actually three of them fought on last weekend's card. And obviously Mackenzie Dern, she's like one of my favorite fighters to watch because she's so good on the ground mm-hmm. and she's been improving on the feet big time. But her opponent, Marina Rodriguez, man, her boxing is absolutely so clean. And she's, I swear to God, she could be the strawweight champion of the world. Like, she's one of the most well-rounded fighters in that division for sure and she's 
De- I, I, it's really hard for me to rank them in order. And then I'll go another one that fought because she's so, super long and like really good at striking. And obviously she can like grab your neck and put you out at any moment if she gets your back. Like she's super dangerous is Maria Agapova. She's a beast. I remember her first fight against Hannah Cyphers is one I got on her hype train. I think the first fight that I got on Marina Rodriguez was actually when she fought. Um, was it? It was against... What's, who's the one that the UFC tried to push like really hard, dude? Frick, I'm gonna have to look. I was trying to remember. Oh, Amanda Heboss. I that was the first oh, time I watched her. Yeah, yeah, Amanda. Because she had a break, right? Hmm? Didn't she have like a break? Who? Amanda Heboss, or who was it that like didn't fight for a while and then they had like a comeback and tried coming back and she was old. Oh, you're talking about um, <laughs> brown-haired girl. Yeah, I know. I know you're talking about, dude. What? I'm literally spacing on her name, dude. She's she's gonna be she's gonna be fighting. Who? She, I think she's is she gonna fight? Dude, what's her name, bro? Misha Tate. Yeah, Misha yeah, Misha yeah, Tate. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think Misha Tate actually just got a fight. Let me see. Who is it against? Carlos Bars. That's the only place I go to. <laughs> Misha Tate. Misha Cupcake. Her nickname's Cupcake. Oh, she's going to fight Ketlin Vieira. Okay. There you go. Because she, she came off that dominant form of Marion Renault, dude. Um, that's besides the point. <laughs> so, we are... So, right now, we have the most exciting Maria Agapova because she's so long and good at everything. Um, and then Marina Rodriguez and then Mackenzie Dern. Mm-hmm. And then... We'll get into the little tiny tornado Tisha Torres. She's a must-watch every single time. She's a freaking pest, and she's going to just bombard you with punches. And, yeah, I love watching her fight. Um, Can I guess who's number one? Who? Amanda Nunes? No. Do you even have her on the list? I didn't I didn't put her on the Because it's an obvious thing. <gasps> it's so dominant every single time. I wouldn't you even put her on the list. Amanda on the list? No. I don't think I had uh, Valentina on my list either. I'm trying to go with people that you don't really... Like no that talk about much. Okay, next one. Amanda Lemos. Legitimate <laughs> one punch knockout, knockout power. Um let me go back. I think who did she fight last? I think it was Montserrat. Uh dude. Yeah, it was like Montserrat. Her that's her name. Montserrat. That's right. Yeah, it is. Like yeah, Montserrat that. Ruiz, Bianca. But I watched her first fight. She Montserrat like, sounds like that one so guy's so. name. Who? Nasrat? Yeah, him. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, great. Yeah. Awesome. Man, guys, I don't think we've had a more heated episode. Is there anything like you would want to talk about, like get off your chest right now? Because it's, it's like clear to me that there's something bothering you. Um, or like there's something that you're dying to talk about that I'm just taking up all the time? No, no, no. There's something that I'm dying oh, okay, to talk okay, about. Okay. I just need you to be nice oh. is the only thing. Okay. Because I just said, I don't think that's today? right. Yeah. Because you cut your eyebrows. Yeah. Cut it real good. Did you take a little razor blade and go like that to that and your hairline or is that just... No, it's genetics. Nice. Okay. What else would it be? If I, I have no control over it. I would say it's just natural, but genetics works. It's natural. Yeah. Okay. So if something's natural, <laughs> what would that be caused by? Genes. Natural. Denim jeans? All right. Okay. So, 
I just Amanda need you to Lemos, say sorry. Legit one just say sorry really fast. Your ass. <laughs> Your ass. Not backwards. Say it forwards. Sorry. Dude. Dude. <laughs> okay, and then uh so we got Amanda Lemos, Maria Agapova, Marina Rodriguez, Mackenzie Dern, Tisha Torres. Now Montserrat. Montserrat She's actually really tough. Um she beat the boy, boy Bay's girl. Where is she from? Huh? What's her origin? Uh, Mexico? Mexican. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, she beat Cheyenne Bo- Bay's, who absolute Cheyenne Bay's is actually coming off that crazy, like, head kick knockout. Wait, go up to her picture? Uh, against Gloria Paula. Uh, okay. Let me see her photo. That girl, no, that girl that you were just on. Go up. They just use random photos. This is her <laughs> sexy time such photo. an odd picture to put on. Yeah, I know. That's um, funny, though. And then, so, the next, so we've got, I already named him off. Now, we've got Alexa Grasso, who has the cleanest striking in, like, some of the cleanest striking, especially because she moved up from 115 to 125 because I think the weight cut was getting too difficult for her. But um, her boxing is so unbelievably good. She was, it, her last fight was against Macy Barber. Macy Barber did, like, land a few good punches against her, but so that doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she she's so unbelievable like Mer, like macy barber is good because macy didn't she just get that dub over um uh miranda maverick even though that was still a really close fight too but i love watching lex Gra- I, uh, the first time i watched her fight i think it was it wasn't again it wasn't wasn't ufc 229 it was i forget exactly the first time but she's also hispanic she's mexican as well but yeah she's beat That's some a theme huh <laughs> i know i just think they're they've got the freaking ice water in their veins bro <laughs> no just kidding they're good at everything i mean boxing is as a mexican is like no not that they're mexican they're just all good looking hmm? they're all like pretty you think alexa grasso's pretty yeah good me too <laughs> <laughs> no i think she's just what really was nice that one fighter that i was like it was one of our first episodes juliana pena yes <laughs> She's is gonna she get not dismantled. on your list? Huh? No, I hate her, dude. I don't hate <laughs> her. I just dislike her. Do you want to know who my favorite is? You can't talk mad shit. Do you want to know who my favorite is? Okay. Why don't you ask? I, okay, I'll guess. Um, let me guess here. Favorite female fighter. You like... I don't know. Who is it? That little one that... <laughs> Don't even. Don't even. It looks like Rob Schneider. <laughs> What's her name? She's good. Yeah. That's she's not really let's not good. get that wrong. No, that's why she's my favorite fighter. She's good. Crap, bro. What is her name? I don't know, but she's really uh, is good. Is she ranked? Let me see. I don't know if she's Oh, Verna Jandaroba. Yes. Yes. She is good. Yes. You think she looks like Rob Schneider though? Looking like Rob Schneider? I don't know. I think she's an f- absolute phenomenal fighter. She lost to Mackenzie Dern in, back in December. But, uh, yeah. She actually, she's got an upcoming fight against Amanda Hebos. That's going to be oh, an absolute good. banger. Yeah, yeah. Verna's Vern is a stud. Handaroba. See? I told you. I know my stuff. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if we were to, if I was to pick which division is better, I'm automatically taking out Bantamweight there because it's dominated but in terms of up-and-comers that can just there's a few people that can absolutely take over 
the division. The, the most wide open is definitely um, strawweight because you got Yan Xiaonan, Mackenzie Dern, um, uh, Amanda Hebos, uh, Angela Hill, and Carlos Barza, who's wrestling is absolutely crazy. And Marina Marina oh, Rodriguez, obviously, I think she has Marina definitely has the best shot at taking out Rose. But Rose is gonna ha- she has a rematch. I like her too. Zhang Weili. Oh, I love Rose. Yeah, she's definitely like must watch. Yeah. But in terms of Valentina Shevchenko on the feet, like I could see Alexa Grasso like taking on uh, Valentina Shevchenko eventually. I think that she has the stand-up tools to give her problems. But um, yeah, it's just really tough for me to think that anybody else is going to become champion when Jessica Andrade, I think, is obviously the best. And then she lost, She got, I think it was submitted versus valentina so yeah i i don't i don't see i think that straw weight is definitely the most exciting just because yeah. you have like teach torres also in that division but yeah i agree that's the most wide open for sure and then yoana and jj who yeah is i don't there, so who's on the card this upcoming saturday yeah well you want to talk about that yeah so this upcoming card is going to be featuring a second so we did i finish actually all the girls yeah, I think I finished. It was in a screenshot. You see. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And also there was one more that I was going to mention as well. Is Manon Fiero who's going to be fighting on this upcoming card as well. Oh, who's cool. She's like the, the such clean boxing, bro, and she has pretty decent like um power as well. She's going to be fighting Myra Buena Silva, but I've got Manon Fiero, like if you're a betting man, this is probably the biggest lock on the card. Like I think um, she hasn't lost since 2018, but she's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine fights Holy since crap. then. So she's she's a, ton she's a stud. She's literally called the beast. So Manafia Rose, <laughs> she's she's awesome. she's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Norman Dumont for Aspen Lad, dude. I don't I don't know who's gonna win this fight. I'm gonna go with Aspen Lad because she's young up and coming mm-hmm. and she she's beat Yannick Unizkaya who's a beast she lost to Jermaine Durand and Sajara Eubanks she beat Jean, uh, Sajara Eubanks that's a pretty good like resume right there but Norma Dumont let, let me see how old is she how old is Norma Norma's 31 dude she's not that much older bro she beat Felicia Spencer who hung in there with Amanda I have no idea who's gonna win this fight I'm going to Aspen Lag though because she's I think I'm going to go with Norma. Okay. This is going to be one that we have to walk. Like, like there's some guys. There's obviously guys that I recognize in here, but not, not a ton. Many. Yeah, no, I don't recognize a whole The lot. co-main event is going to be a banger. This is guy. This guy's going to get performance of the night for me. It's Carlos Felipe. I follow him, like, ever since his uh, Justin Toffa fight, I think. Okay. But I've... I've, I've uh, I I watched him again. The first one I watched, he lost to Sergey Spivak, who I love. Sergey Spivak, who took a tough loss to Tom Aspinall. I thought he might upset Tom, but that was back when we were in San Francisco. But he's fighting. He he beat Jorgen DeCasco, who's a stud. He beat Justin Toffa and Jake Collier. His Jake Collier fight was so sick was on that the- many fights since we were in San Fran. No. Oh, Sergey did. Sergey fought okay. Tom Aspinall when we were oh, in San Francisco. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, his Jake Collier. Everything that um. Every fight that Carlos Felipe gets into is exciting because he has a really good gas tank 
for being a heavyweight, but he also has phenomenal hands and he's just like super technical and Mm -hmm. he tends to keep everything like really fast and tight and he doesn't start just swinging his shots. He keeps everything like in tight, really clean, and he doesn't leave a lot of openings for his opponents, which is like essential for heavyweight division because it all obviously takes his one shot to take you out. Mm-hmm. He's really technical and just a phenomenal striker for uh, being a heavyweight. Uh, and I think that he's going to get this dub versus Andre Arlovsky. Andre Arlovsky can take a shot, though, dude. He, uh, in his fight versus Tom Aspinall, Tom Aspinall was hitting him with bombs and he would not back down. And then his win over Chase Sherman, that was a good fight, but Chase obviously just didn't have enough experience to take out the the pit bull but i think speaking of andre who all from ufc like the tough has got in contracts uh i don't know i think just ricky only ricky right now yeah so andre and the guy who actually run the bear or the pooh bear he didn't get one i'm sure that they are but I know Dan Argetta, he has a fight with the LFA coming up soon, and they're, like, closely affiliated with UFC. Yeah. All these are just, like, minor league. Like, once a guy's ready, they'll bring him up. They, there's, like, developmental contracts that they give guys after doing the, like, watching the Dana White Contender Series. Like, if they think a guy's really good, but they're not ready yet, they'll give him, like, a developmental contract or something. Oh, the, that's interesting. Yeah. I just thought since Pooh Bear, whatever his name was, he, like, technically won the show, which means you go into the having a ufc contract like automatically but he's not scheduled to fight or anything Mm-mm. yeah that was a good fight yeah. between gilbert arena he actually gave him problems that was crazy i was really that was that was such a fun fight night yeah with that Giga fight night was really good and it's in but yeah i'm looking for carlos boy felipe to be the performance of the night that's the guy you need to tune into he's got a new tattoo under his eye he's an absolute stud and then jim miller the vet's coming back Oh, I remember about that. I think he. Had, this is going to be his first fight back since losing to Joe Selecki. Um, when was the last time he fought? Joe Selecki uh, in April. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he had a fight fallout in September, and now he's going to be fighting Eric Gonzalez. I want Jim Miller to get a dub. Um, and then woman fighter that you need to watch out, Manon Fierro. She's going to be a problem, 125 pounds, really mm-hmm. well-rounded. And then actually fight of the night, is going to be Jordan Wright versus Julian Marquez. Julian, the Cuban Missile Crisis, he's really good. And Jordan Wright, the Beverly Hills Ninja, is he's so good on the feet. He lost to he was like undefeated and then lost to Joaquin Buckley, but then came back and had a really good performance over like dominant over Jamie Pickett. And then Julian Marquez, I think he beat Sam Alvey in his last fight out. Um, but that was still tough. And then he was basically losing the whole time to Maki Patolo and then sunk in Anaconda choke against Maki Patolo, which sucks for maki i love maki he's so good i think he trains with max too which is crazy because maki's absolutely massive so that just goes to show how good max is um but I, in terms of who's gonna win this fight i think that jordan wright's just too clean on the feet and julian marquez he does get cracked if, like he'll he's really strong and he loves Miley Cyrus, but I don't think that's going to be enough to get... Um, I know, because his walkout song, which Miley Cyrus song is it? I forget. I don't know. I forget. All I know is that he asked him asked her to go on a date or something one time, right? Yeah, and then I think his walkout song is one of her songs, too. 
probably I we'll have to figure think. it out this weekend yeah are we doing anything on saturday uh no we're supposed to go to the pumpkin patch but i don't think it's this upcoming saturday i think it's actually gonna be next sunday sick and then we have that walk on oh yeah sunday. on this sunday yeah sick okay daddy robin versus <laughs> ramazan amive i'm gonna go with amive sajara eubanks versus luana carolina i'm going sajara because she's just absolutely jacked her record really doesn't like represent how good of a fighter she is i feel like nate landwer versus ludovic client i really like nate landwer um i'm gonna go with um klein though okay this dana dana batgero batgero he looks like a freaking stud. Yeah, Kevin Natividad. He's from Mongolia. I, I want to. I can't wait to watch that guy. His, his nickname is Storm. Yeah, Brandon Davis. Cool. Yeah, this is gonna be a good fight. A, I feel I, like it's kind of it, cool because it's a lot of people we're not really familiar with. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be one of those sleepers that ends up performing really well. Like you're gonna get a bunch of finishes, which is sick. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that that's a really good car. It's really cool that they have back to back girl main events. Yeah, that is really cool. Man, this episode's been full of ups and downs. We were like way down, low, low down. What do you mean? Like, oh, there are heated moments here. <laughs> really we're just heated. keeping it real with our people. Yeah, dude, there was one fight that <laughs> so last cute. week. Uh, there was one fight from. It was. It was Alexander Hernandez's fight, dude. I I cannot. When you say dude, like, it was like, dude. Dude. Like, no. It makes me laugh But so that much. man should not have been in. The, Breen or whatever should not have taken that fight. He looked good. He had good head movement. He had good shots. He was throwing bombs at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But Alexander Hernandez, he's a freaking tank, man. You can't just throw these random ass guys in there yeah. with guys that are killers. You. Alexander Hernandez like went pound like toe to toe for pound went one might he went say. <laughs> he went toe to toe with Tiago Moises and Tiago Moises just fought one of the baddest men in the world and then you're gonna throw this other guy in here that takes a fight on a short notice yeah. like I'm not saying he's a bad martial artist or anything I'm just saying there's definitely levels yeah and you can't just throw these random guys in there because <laughs> he was he got killed basically man it was yeah him clean on the jaw his freaking jaw touched his right shoulder it was was bad yeah alexander romanoff my future heavyweight champ like contender he got the dub last week chris gutierrez who wanted to do an interview but then blew me off won don't say that what it's the truth no it is randy Brown looked clean mateus nicolau he's in it he's really he's a really good fighter he beat tim elliott yeah that was that i really i really wish i need to go back and watch all those fights yeah yeah dude um i'm just pumped that we have all of these sick ass fights coming up soon me too. even though that i'm really disappointed with how some of the matchmaking is going it i'm still gonna i'm still gonna watch yeah, it anyway it ends up being entertaining yeah. in some way i was pumped that sam alvey got another fight he's gonna be fighting ian heinish smiling yeah smiling that's gonna be a good one jeff neal versus san diego ponzanibio ponzanibio he freaking clutched up against caramel thunder miguel baeza and i think caramel. huh that's it's it's up in, for debate <laughs> it's up for debate caramel or caramel let us know in the comments caramel it's definitely caramel 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 thunder caramel 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 i i honestly god caramel cara is it spelt caramel yeah or is it spelt caramel caramel 
It's spelled caramel, dude. It's caramel. No, it's not. It's literally spelled caramel. Caramel. <laughs> Guys, let us know what you think it is. Is obviously anything that I say is wrong. No, so. it's it's caramel. I think. Okay, what what time are we at? We're at thirty six minutes. Yeah, let's let's call this a day, bros. It's a good little shorty, little short episode. Yeah, well, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't really anything else I needed to talk about. Yeah, there's been some really good fights that have been announced, but all of them are in freaking February or like January. So yeah, we'll no talk point about it when the time there. comes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but the, I just basically the main things I want to talk about. Yeah, the best one fighters to look out for, and then also questionable match make a decision like am i is it just me that's wondering about why they're doing <laughs> that or yeah i don't know but yeah Thank talk you it up for, with with uh dana i wish i could dude i swear to god that'd be so sick if you could like make your own fights i'd make some bang bangs yeah for you sure we should do that for a segment one time what your like ideal card would be and we you and i each make our own card yeah okay yours would be just like random people yours no. would be like five I championship fights them, no i would keep them in the weight class in the like normal like rankings it wouldn't be like all over the place yeah I all i I'm know doing. is the giants have to win tonight yeah seriously yeah okay guys <sighs> this was an awful episode i'm sorry no you say that every time <laughs> okay every time um thank you for watching yeah, thanks for watching i'm gonna clip this sucker up get some things out there but hopefully get some crumble cookie hopefully bye <laughs> bye <laughs> thank you